Hey, Senior Living Influencer, we have an event for you. So many of you have heard about our VIP Ignite experience, and it is time for you to request your invite. It's going to be in Nashville, August 28th through the 30th, and you are not going to want to miss this event. Join us for Dream Again. Check out VIPIgniteExperience.com to request your invitation. We hope to see you there. You're listening to Bridge the Gap Season 5, a podcast dedicated to informing, educating, and influencing the future of housing and services for seniors. Powered by sponsors AccuShield, Connected Living, Hamilton Captel, Inquire, One Day, LTC REIT, It's Never Too Late, Meridian Capital Group, Salinity, The Bridge Group Construction, and produced by Salinity Marketing. Welcome to Bridge the Gap Podcast, the senior living podcast with Josh and Lucas. We are in sunny Orlando, and we have a very exciting guest on today. I want to welcome Mark Middleton. He's the founder and CEO at Growing Boulder. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. It's thrilled to be here, Josh and Lucas. <laughs> well, it's great to see you again. I was a longtime Central Florida resident for many years, uh, moved to Texas about four years ago, but I loved seeing you on the news channels uh, covering a lot of different things and aspects here in Central Florida. So it's a pleasure to finally meet you. You grew up watching me on TV, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, and I, I have fond memories of that. And so, uh, like I said, it's a pleasure to finally meet you in person. And what is more exciting is to talk about, uh, it's not necessarily a new venture, but um, Growing Boulder. Tell our audience what Growing Boulder is. Growing Boulder is a media company uh, and a lifestyle brand. And, and yes, it's taken a little bit longer than I hoped that it would. But uh, as you know, the, uh, the mainstream media in general, Hollywood, Madison Avenue, has been very slow to appreciate the value of the, the older demographics. So I decided that I wanted to build a lifestyle brand that represented the positive side of aging. So we don't ignore the reality of our mortality. We don't pretend that uh, bad things don't happen to good people, but we just choose to look at aging through a lens of passion and purpose and possibility instead of simply loss and limitation. And, you know, I've, I've really come to believe that in a, in a really true sense, and I don't mean this, you know, in some sort of conspiracy theory, I think that everybody that's listening to us has been, uh, indoctrinated in a sense. You know, there's this form of mass cultural hypnosis. Studies have been done that show that by the time we're three, we have a very negative image of aging. Uh, and we're just hammered with this type of messaging as we grow older. And we see it in the media all the time. So we, we reach a certain age and the most ageist people of all are older people. And it's that mindset, it's that belief system that to a large extent controls the way we age. So we've chosen to tell stories of ordinary people. We don't do stories of genetic super freaks. Uh, we do stories of people uh, that we can all be, we can all relate to who show what's possible as we age, because I tell you guys, the boundaries of possibility are being redrawn on a daily basis. So Mark, growing bolder, your content, you've been producing this for a while. You've been putting it out there. Tell our audience that may not be familiar, which I know they're going to want to go and connect, but uh, where are you, where are you finding your stories? Are these mainly here locally or are they all over the country? Or are they all over the world? Well, we tell stories all over, uh, from everywhere. Uh, one of the great things about living in Central Florida is that the world comes to you. We work very hard to remove any non-important reference to time or place. Uh, you know, we kind of 
like to think that we lead the league in, in producing evergreen content, stuff that can be repurposed. We're, we did stories 12 years ago that are as relevant today as they were before, but we have two national television shows. We have a show on uh, PBS, Public Broadcasting Stations, now in its eighth season. Uh, so you can find us on your local PBS station. Uh, it's on 345 channels at last count throughout the country. We've got a commercial television show here in the state of Florida that's on 11 affiliates in the state, one in every media market in the state. Uh, we publish a magazine. We've got a 48-page digital digest that comes out monthly. We've got about a million people who follow us on Facebook. We've got a podcast. We've got a radio show. Uh, and we're doing live events. We've got a live event coming up in, in two days, Growing Boulder's Launchpad to What's Next, which is based upon the premise that uh, you know, we all have this opportunity for two and three and four decades of active life beyond what's considered normal retirement age. And, you know, we're all wondering the same thing. And that's what's next and how do we get ready for it? So uh, I think the place, a long answer to your great question is just go to growingbolder.com and you can see everything that we do and, and all the different media products that we produce. Wow. So now that is a lot going on. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't even know how you uh, and your team have, have time to do all that, but you've been doing this for a while. We're just getting to know you. So you had a very, very successful career, I've heard. And what was the trigger point for you that said, this is what we need to do and, and now? You, was there a moment that you can go back to and it was like, this is it? I, I do remember. Um, it was a series of moments, but I got, I was, uh, I was a journalist. I got into local television because I like to tell stories. And back in the day, you were allowed to tell enterprise stories. We could do features. We could come in and pitch an idea. And at some point, the business model changed. You know, back in the day, there was two or three or four stations in every market. And now there's you know, 10 or 12, and, and you get your cable news, you get your online news. So the business model changed, and we were no longer doing investigative reporting. We were no longer doing anything, uh, any feature reporting. Local news became a crime report, and I think everybody in almost every city can relate to that because that's the down and dirty and easy thing to do. Uh, you know, put up a headshot and talk about, uh, you know, the drug deal that went bad or the mobile home fire or, you know, whatever it was, the, the traffic fatality. And I just found myself doing a lot of that. And I was a sports director. I anchored the 6 and the 11 sports for 15 years, and then I switched to news, and I anchored the early morning news and the noon news. And so when I found myself doing the news, and I had young daughters, and at some point, I never wanted them to watch their dad on TV anymore. I didn't want them to see the pool that I was swimming in, if you will. And, and so that started me thinking that I wanted to do something else. And I, I, I wondered, what could I do to leverage the skills that I had built? Uh, and at that time, station management called me in and showed me market research, uh, uh, you know, so that we could learn what we could from it. And I looked at it, and the first question is your name, and the second question is your age. And if the age was 55 or older, there was nothing else on the form. And I said, What's, where's the rest of this? And they said, we discontinue the interview if they're over 55. I said, well, wait a second. I know that the average age of our viewers is 58. Uh, so you're telling me you don't care about the opinion of our average viewer. And they said, no, we do, but advertisers don't. So that sent me on a year-long deep dive in, into demographics. And, you know, I, I, I became an amateur demographer. I read everything I could about the age wave, not just the fact that there's this, 
the 10,000 of us, as you guys know, we're turning 70 every day now. We're a different 70-year-old than has ever existed. We've got more money. Uh, we've got more ambition. We've got more desire. We want to continue to live with passion and purpose. And it's it's unlike anything. So everything that I thought that, that the advertising agencies, the advertisers, the sponsors had come to believe was wrong. So I thought, well, you know, that's something interesting. I can get back into telling stories. And so I, uh, I, I just quit. Uh, I, I just decided I wanted to do something called growing bolder because I believe that's what happens as you grow older. You have to learn to take risk. You know, life is about risk taking. I don't mean the kind of risk where you risk your personal safety or injury, but risk of embarrassment, risk of failure, risk of you know, just about anything that we, in general, as we get older, we're afraid to do. And, and I, I believe that's one of the real keys to living uh, a, a happy, engaged life as we age. So I thought, well, if I believe in this concept of growing bolder and I'm afraid to grow bolder myself, then it doesn't make any sense. So I walked in one day and negotiated my exit and, uh, you know, left without really any money at all to start what I wanted to do. And it took me a year and a half really to start hiring people. And, you know, they have said that I'm the only guy that ever made it over the wall that came back for others. And within two years, I hired the two best producers that ever worked there, uh, the best videographer that ever worked there. In fact, he's was taking our picture here a moment ago. <laughs> yeah, we uh, saw him. Yeah. Uh, and, and so we've, we've got a good core team that's been together for a long time. And, we, you know, we just, we just love the mission. It feels really, really good. Well, what an awesome why and what an awesome response. Uh, congratulations on the success of your mission. Um, and I hope our listeners, Lucas, are going to run out and listen and download and yeah. all the different things, attend the event. So, uh, how special is this? Yeah, it's really great. So as we kind of round out the conversation, what's the future for Growing Boulder? What's next on the horizon? You know, we just want to continue to grow and expand. I mean, our, our, our vision is a, is a global media and a global lifestyle brand. You know, I love the brand and, and people do too. I think we, I don't want to say we got lucky because we thought a lot about it, but it's kind of like, you know, Nike's slogan is good, just do it, because you can find yourself in there. Just do it means something different to you, and it means something different to me. Growing bolder means something different to everybody. Mm -hmm. uh, I will tell you this, of all of the media companies that have ever existed that produce content specifically for an older demographic, and there's not that many of them, I don't think there's another one that has been able to do what we do. And, and, and our secret sauce is the fact that we produce content that appeals as much and in some cases more to people your age mm -hmm. than it does people my age because we're showing you something that you haven't seen before we're letting you know that it's never too late we're letting you know that you no longer have to live a linear life that is controlled by uh, milestones along a timeline and we're showing people that you can go back to school you can start a business you can create a new relationship at any age. I was in Louisiana three months ago watching 105-year-old Julia Hawkins set the world record in the 100-meter dash, the first human being 105 or older to compete in a sanctioned track and field event. Just an ordinary woman that refuses to say, I'm done. Wow. Wow. That's <laughs> what an incredible a, story. It is. Um, you know, so that spurs another question from me now is, Stories like that, uh, you, you've obviously seen so many different stories. Is there one or two that stand out to you right now uh, that you could share with the audience that are just unforgettable? Yeah, you know, every story that we do, and that, that, that's, that's the great point. Julia would, would certainly be one of them. We're the official media partner of the National Senior Games, and, and we negotiated that deal just because this is this huge, diverse community of people from a 50, from 50 to 105. It's more of a health and well-being grassroots uh, movement than, than anything. But, but I'll tell you one quick story that I think is relative to what you guys do. Uh, I love uh, the senior living industry, and uh, 
It turns out that they love the Growing Boulder message. I've given the opening keynote in half a dozen to a dozen national caregiving conferences because our message is aligned in the fact that, that we believe that we are all capable of experiencing love and joy no matter what our condition is. And it's, uh, and, and it's our responsibility to do it. And so we show people what's possible by showing the stories of ordinary people. I was at a caregiving conference and I was talking about internally we have this thing that's called the someone like me effect. And I don't mean me, it's just when we can see ourselves and others, that's when something, that's when the switch goes off. And a woman came up to me afterwards and said, I was caring for my mother, 92 years old, she broke her hip. She had the most joy of life of anybody I've ever known. But the moment she broke her hip and came home, it was over for her. And she lost her, her, her will to live. And, and I said, Mom, what's wrong? And she said, nobody my age ever comes back from a broken hip. And so this woman, and she, and the woman said, and she was gone in six months. And she said to me, if I could have shown her someone like her who came back from a broken hip, she'd still be alive today. And I said, I'm going to find that person for you. Mm -hmm. The next year, we were at the National Senior Games, and lo and behold, there's Dottie Gray, 94 years old, who fell out of bed, cracked her hip at 93, and uh, 18 months later, she's competing in the National Senior Games. And the reason she was able to do that is because she was prehabilitated. She prepared, which we all should be doing. This is aging's ultimate no-brainer, and I say it to you young guys. There is going to be an inevitable series of physical setbacks that you will experience as you age, and to a large extent, your ability to bounce back from them, the speed that you will bounce back from them will be determined by your overall health and well-being at the time. So get yourself conditioned right now. Prehabilitate for what's going to happen. Dottie Gray was prehabilitated. She came back from a broken hip at 93 and competed in the National Senior Games. Well, <laughs> now that's a great story, but also great words of wisdom to me and Lucas and all of our listeners. So thank you for sharing your time with us here, Mark. We know you're busy. Um, congratulations on your success and we wish you the best in your future success. Lucas, I know we're going to want to connect our audience to Mark. Yes, absolutely. And what a great leadership platform. Um, and it seems like you're also doing a lot of mentorship. Do you uh, do mentorship even for like younger reporters that come across you that they're getting into the business? You know, not formally or officially, sure. but, but, but I, you know, I have to learn how to say no, to be honest okay. with you, because I do think that we all have a, you know, an obligation to debt you know, to help everybody else er, to, to the extent that we can. So, sure. so, so yes, I, I get myself involved in some things that I shouldn't because I, bet. I, because I want to help people. Of course, yeah. you, you're definitely that guy. Well, uh, to all our listeners, we're definitely going to connect to Mark and Growing Boulder in our show notes and on our website, btgvoice.com. You can go there. You can download this episode, read the transcript, and connect with us on social. We'd love to continue that conversation with you on LinkedIn, on Instagram, and on our other social sites. So follow us there. And thanks to all of our listeners for listening to another great episode of Bridge the Gap. Thanks for listening to Bridge the Gap podcast with Josh and Lucas. Connect with the BTG Network team and use your voice to influence the industry by connecting with us at btgvoice.com.